Lights up on a park bench. Lights up on a deck. Lights up. Lights up. Lights up. Lights up. Lights up. Lights up. A podcast by the Ensemble Theatre of Chattanooga. This is Act Two of Insulted Belarus by Andrei Korechki. Translated by John Friedman as produced by the Ensemble Theatre of Chattanooga. Lights up. Thank you, residents of Minsk, for tolerating me for a quarter century. A man who came to you from the provinces. Thank you, Vladimir Putin, for your victory congratulations. After all, our homeland is one and the same. From Brest to Vladivostok. I'll enter that. Put away your telephone. I'm not going to hit you yet. We'll deal with all of you before long. We're not surrendering the country to you. Let's grab this little lost sheep too. Stop, bitch. Stop. Lively little fuck, aren't you? Twist her arms. Oh, you want to resist? Hit her in the face. I'm an election observer. Yeah, observe this cow. Shut your trap into the prison van. I can't move that fast. I'm in here. Here comes the dynamo crew and the guys from the factories. Hey, guys. Fuck, man. Who gets who now? In a prison van. Stupid idiot. An observer in a white dress and heels. In a prison van. Observer. Go. Hell, go. You prostitute. Slut. Go. Everyone's caught tonight. Go away. And if even one. Doesn't come. Go, go, I'll go personally away. stick this truncheon up your ass. Go, go, go. You like it in the ass? Hey, hands off the girls, you scumbags! Go, go, go away. Renat, there's go, kind of a lot of them. Go, 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 go a whole away. lot. Toss him a grenade. In a prison bag. <laughs> Excellent. In a prison bag. pop a few bullets in their gut. No, not not the legs, the bellies. Give all the bastards a long recovery. Good God, what is happening? It's war. He unleashed civil war. They are shooting. Shooting point blank. You can't shoot at your own people. I call on the whole world to intervene and stop this unprecedented violence. They were beating women. I mean, girls, women, fuck all knows. That grenade has thick, nasty smoke. Your eyes sting. They just grabbed everybody, threw them on the ground, and beat them. They mauled them a lot worse than our soccer fanatics ever fucked anyone up. They stomped bare women's legs with jack boots, stomachs with truncheons, faces with fists. They weren't just beating them. The girls are shouting and screaming, don't, and they just keep on going. Then our guys joined arms in a chain and began. In a prison bag. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. It passed in the past and it'll pass now. They'll roughhouse a while and calm down. Teachers understand that. Everything will calm down. Mommy's home, child. Why do you look at me like that? My sweet girl, what's wrong? Vasya gave me body armor? Why would I need that? Are we playing some game? My nails are broken. White, red, white. My finger, too, maybe? I can't move it. It hurts. 
everything hurts. And that metal in my mouth, the taste of metal, strange. I'm sitting in this prison van. There's lots of us here. And I'm thinking how not to wrinkle my dress. It's an expensive dress. I'm sorry. I can't hear you. Who am I? Did you call me Runt? I can't hear you. We freed six girls. Six. True. We lost a couple guys. The bastards pulled them out of our train and dragged them off. Men! Bait us with you! And that fat magazine works. They hit me as hard as they could. They would have shattered my bare arm to pieces. This ain't nothing of my head. But I gave one a good shot of construction foam in the face. Sent that fucker flying six feet. Then our guys showed up. Fifty of them. Oh, gentlemen. They howled like they were at a real Barcelona Real match. I went deaf. Did they ever unload on them? All we saw was the soles of their boots. I was able to give one a good whack on the ass. I thought he'd go down, but no. He just ran faster. Although, they didn't run very far. They hid behind an armored personnel carrier. The boss ran tanks out on the streets. You should have seen those things. Straight out of Mad Max. I didn't have you in my 40s for you to start teaching me. You think someone better will come along? They'll close all the factories. You'll have to pay for everything. I have just four years to my pension and I haven't been to the seashore in 15 years. You think we didn't live and don't want anyone else to? So be it. Everybody. All of them into prison bands. If you run out of space, stick them in the gymnasiums. Take over the stadiums. Give them something to remember for the rest of their lives. Authority here doesn't waver. In a prison band. Dad, what is freedom? Bring on the bulls. Freedom will come. 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 Hey, you beasts, listen up. My name is Nikita Mitskovich. Mitskovich. Remember that name because it's the name of someone who isn't afraid of you bastards. This is my country. Belarus is my country. This is my city and this is me. Nikita Mitskovich, apprentice metal worker. Fuck. I can't see a thing. There's blood everywhere. How many of you are there? Thousands? Where did you come from on my land? Who are you defending? Who? That cockroach? He's a nobody. A zero. A cockroach. A fat cockroach. Squash him with your heel. He'll crunch and squirt. Be done with him. He sets us all against each other, drowns the nation in blood and hate, pain. We don't want him anymore. You hear me, beasts? We don't want him anymore. Bring on the bulls, freedom will come. Bring on the bulls, freedom will come. Bring on the bulls, freedom will come. That one's bought and paid for, that's for sure. <laughs>
by the Yankees or the Poles. An organizer? On drugs, fuckhead. That's obvious, just like our political officer said. Hey, give me another tab. Good stuff, Renat. Nice little high, and you want to beat, thrash, and maul. I'm taking this guy down. They sent some excellent ammo, metallic covered bullets. They rip through intestines. Flip a grenade under his feet. All these bastards are filming us on telephones. Dad said two planes already. He bought one from President Niyazov of Turkmenistan. He was Dad's friend. His own people poisoned him. Not too shabby inside. The internet is always good there. And the toilets are genuine gold. That one's at the National Airport. The other, the smaller one, is at the airbase. Sleepy came in out of breath. All in tears for some reason. Eyes like headlights. She hugged me like she was my mother and said I should gather my things and be ready at any minute. What do I need my things for? Are we going somewhere? Someone's howling in my ear. You scum just couldn't sit home today. I'd put you all on the stake and send you to outer space so you could tell everyone out there about your stupid ass lives. And the door of the prison van opens and something plops on the floor. Just drops. Like a chunk of meat. And I feel something warm spurt on my knee. My dress, too. My white dress that I bought for Masha's wedding. Now there's a swath of black on it, and a grenade explodes, and I see it's not black, it's red. And the piece of meat is a person. Weird. Something is taped to his arm. I thought it was a rag, but it's a magazine. Rolling stone. Only it's all shredded and drenched in blood. Like if a dog ripped it with its fangs. He lifts his eyes to me. One eye. I can't see his other one. And he says, I'm sorry we didn't free you. I'm so sorry we didn't free you. Who's that barking in there? I shut your trap, fucker. You stepped on his arm, he's hurt. Of course it hurts. Hurts like fuck. Why else would he shout like that? thought he was so smart. He wrapped his arms hide his weak spot, his little uh, fingers sticking out. He's bleeding. That's his eye socket bleeding. Embrace yourself, kid. I'll shove my truncheon in it. Or my cock. Whichever you want. He's bleeding out. What more do you want? Europe is full of barefoot beggars. Their economy crashed long ago. The only thing keeping Merkel propped up is Putin. But we are independent. And the only one defending our independence is our president. Our president even scared off coronavirus. Everybody's sick, but not Belarusians. Three of our high school teachers died in May and June. None from coronavirus, though. Each had ischemic heart disease. Although, they buried them in closed caskets. He's Belarusian. You're Belarusian. Why? I said to this idiot, who's Belarusian? Renat, you Belarusian? Me too. I'll show you, bitch, not to interrupt your elders. Then it got really bizarre. I grabbed this chick in white and heels by her bangs and lifted her up to 
you know, spit in her face and choke her a little. And it was her. Fuck, I crapped my pants. Her. Masha's sister. Tiny little thing, smiling all the time, always cheerful. Hey, let's play charades. Have you heard the new song by Spleen? Back in Grotno, this little cafe opened just like in Lvolve. <sighs> She's a bridesmaid at my wedding that didn't happen. It's her. Only her lip is cracked and she's covered in tears and snot. Fuck! What is she doing in this meat grinder? That's, this is scary. I'm scared. And her eyes, frozen from fear. Never, never in my life have I been so scared. His eyeballs are like two pieces of fiery coal filled with hate. There's nothing human in him. He stares. What's he staring at me for? I'm so sorry we didn't free you. Oh, thank God, Shelivonsky Bazar's on the tube. I can catch my breath. All my favorite entertainers. Stas Mikhailov, Gialkin, Allegrova, Pavli. Oh, everything's calming down then. Thank you, Trump, for coronavirus. For masks. I'm in a mask. She's staring right at me, but doesn't recognize me, even though we've been together ten times at least. Just a little chick. Nice, slender neck. Unlike her sisters. Fragile. A little chick. If I squeeze her fingers, they'll crumble. Should I fuck her today? Tell the truth, she's just what I've been looking for before the wedding. Slender. Nice, shapely legs. White skin. Very soft. I'll admit it. When we went to the aqua park once and she sort of you know, playfully humped her sister, I got a hard on. Masha thought it was for her. Why not? I've got a hard on now. So, all the shit's ending. We won! The TV will announce the results. Okay, let's see now. TV reports everything just as our commission had it. To a T. 81%. We did him proud. We didn't let him down. I'm safe until my pension now, plus a bonus of two months' pay. Otherwise, we might as well just be some lousy Polish province. Oh, the president's going to speak. A sight for sore eyes. Friends, I call on you not so much to defend me, although that too. First, I know you have much to do at home. You've got the harvest. I know school starts soon, but most important, I remember the 1990s. People everywhere standing in line. Workers with tin dishes and teapots begging for food, begging to feed their children. I am grateful to all the factory workers, students, and office workers who have gone on strike. Strike committees are forming all over the country. Back then, I swore to help you and never let street demonstrations mar the lives of Belarusians. Where do we take them? Where do we take them all? Got it. <clears throat> Listen up, guys. New orders. Not taking anyone anywhere. Just fuck them all up. Anything that moves. 
The KGB and Financial Crimes Unit will take care of the leaders. We destroyed everything God gave us. Our huge, great empire, without which no problem in the world would have been solved. We received just a bloody chunk of this empire. What did those people want then? What did you want? Internet. I want my internet, Dad. When will the internet come back? <sighs> I'm hot in this armored jacket. My head itches in this helmet. Oh. Telegram is back up. Do you even know what's going on, Dad? It looks like a revolution out there. Necta is saying Minsk is rebelling. I came to the head of the Central Elections Committee to lodge a complaint. They let no one else come in, only me. She has a very large office. A leather sofa stands by a window, and there were two. I had seen their faces many times on television, either the head of the KGB or internal security forces or the state security committee, two of them. Be seated, Mrs. Tikhanovskaya. They offered me tea and then the following conversation. So, there is an opinion that you won the first round of the elections. We fear for your life. And you have a four-year-old daughter and a ten-year-old son. My, my, how did we miss them skipping out of Belarus in such a timely fashion? So now you won't be together to record a statement conceding that you lost the election, and we won't be able to put your children up in an orphanage. I was silent. They alone spoke. Blood was pulsing through me right here in front of my ears. Thump, thump, thump. You leave us very few choices, said one of them. And the other leaned over and said with a smile, So, Mrs. Tikhanovskaya, we will give you a piece of paper. There is a statement on it that you will read into a camera. Then you will publish the recording as if it were yours. After you have done that, we will deport you to Lithuania. Should you refuse, we will perform a unilateral orchiectomy on your husband, Mr. Sergei Tikhanovskaya, whom we currently hold in prison. Do you know what that is? No. Let me explain. It is the surgical removal of the right testicle. We will preserve it in a jar of alcohol for you. I thought it was daytime, but it was suddenly dark. I said something into the camera, I don't remember what, that I had lost, that everybody should go home, that I conceded. I spoke in the dark. Light returned only when I heard a quiet voice say, good morning, in Lithuanian. A phone call woke me up. I was having such a good dream, right out of the movie Spring on River Street. I was back in the Soviet Union. Ice cream cost 28 kopecks and a sausage cost a ruble 30. Brezhnev was there. My sister, and, and Borisov called, she said her son is missing, Nikita. He's a metal worker, good kid, an athlete, a little wild maybe. She. She called and said he left home two days ago, and there's been no news since. She called all the hospitals, all the police stations. He was nowhere to be found, and she couldn't stop crying. Svetlana's son disappeared too, and Vera Nikolaeva's. She's from School 39. I said they had no business being out on the street at a time like this. My daughter, Alina, she sits at home and reads books, keeps out of trouble. Alina? Alina? Where are you? Sweetheart? 
Where are you? Alina? We sat the whole night, hunched over, kneeling on the floor of the school gym, our faces to the floor. Our hands were tied with construction ties. The guys were hung on tethers and beaten every hour. I've never heard such howling. High squeals, almost passing into ultrasound. The girls were constantly threatened with rape. They wouldn't let you go to the toilet. Many just peed where they were. And a pool of blood and urine grew on the floor. It smelled really bad. But there was a child's drawing of the sun on the wall and somebody had written Vasya loves Olya and they drew a heart Vasya loves Olya there is love even in all this horror the heat turned out to be tough took two rubber bullets in the gut intestines inside out and the guy sings like it's a holiday as if it's his wedding day and not mine Sleepy Larissa saw me looking at Telegram on my phone and reported it, the snitch. Now everybody's screaming and yelling again. Why are you watching that? It's Necta. Those pictures are propaganda for the West. Nobody's beating or torturing anyone. Who's going to punish the special forces? Touch just one of them and the whole system will cave in. The system is a monolith. Then that old song and dance about people being ungrateful. I took you all in when you had nothing, wearing peasant boots, blah blah blah, I fed you, I, I led you into the world, and now you all have iPhones. As though he invented the iPhone. Steve Jobs did that in America, and in Belarus that iPhone's not much more than a brick in your hand. Because the internet's always being knocked offline, and you can't watch anything. I thought he would hit me. I could see it in his eyes that he wanted to punch me in the nose. I cried. Uh, we crushed his fingers, turned his back and ass purple with truncheons, uh, beat his foot soles to a pulp, and I poked him good between the butt cheeks with my club. I promised him I would. And that's the way it is with us. Guy says he'll do it, and he does it. So nobody else gets any bright ideas. I'll need the experience in prison anyway. We're helping him out. Educating the dick brains. They don't learn, though. Mush is calling again. <sighs> Ten times today. Yes, Masha, honey? I'm at work. I, I said I'm at work. I can't talk. Thank you. No, I... Thank you. You're pretty. That's a pretty dress. It was... You're fucking amazing. Really. Shut the fuck up! Goddamn billing and cooing. Shit, no, not talking to you, sweetie. No, honey. Masha. It's just some asshole listening to the TV too loud. It's okay, honey. Don't worry. We'll find her. Maybe your sister's visiting a friend or lost her phone. She's a bit ditzy, your sister. There was something wrong about the stormtrooper who held me by the neck. He came up to me a couple of times, and I just shut down. I thought he'd hit me, or something worse. It was like I was sending signals to the universe. 
sweet universe, protect me. He'd stand there and look like he wanted to say something. But then he'd turn and go off and start bludgeoning the guys. She won't answer her phone. Damn. Takes after her father. He had to do everything his own way. She does too. Where's my damn Valium? You shouldn't do things your own way. One, two, three, four. Do what they say. Clench your teeth. Do what they say and that's it. Well, all right. Let her run free a while. Teachers understand that. He didn't even want me to be born. When he found out mom was pregnant, he would beat her within an inch of her life. She was all black and blue. He demanded she get an abortion. He shouted, are you trying to earn the Belarusian throne with your cunt? A nurse at the state medical hospital where my mother works told me that. But mom kept me. Now I'm with him, his heir. But where's my mother? Mom, get me out of here. So, should I bump her or not? It's kind of awkward about Masha. What, what do I tell her? We took your little sister out for a game of hide the sausage? <sighs> that hard on man! <sighs> Gotta change the subject. He beat Nikita harder than the rest. The guy from the prison van with the hole in his stomach. He whispered me his name. Nikita, metal worker, B. Very nice guy. He wasn't understanding much anymore. He had no idea what was going on. I think he was in shock from the pain. We shouted that he needed an ambulance, but the policeman only laughed. And he sang. It was probably all he could do. Sang the same song over and over. Over and over. Meanwhile, outside, new prison vans were coming up all the time. Mom always said family's sacred, though. Let someone else do her. Idiot. She knew where I work. Her sister told her. Roma works for the country. What are you provoking me for, bitch? There's cameras everywhere. <sighs> Whatever. I'll let Big John take a walk somewhere else here tonight. Now look at those new chicks they brought in. And what are you shouting about? Who's your mother? Ah, the head of an election committee. Excellent. She stewed up a fine stew. Fucking screwed my wedding. My wedding night. You'll pay me back for that. What's the girl's name? Alina? Hey, Renat. Let's take Alina in for an interrogation. A good, lively one. I heard... You law enforcement officials were rather harsh, rather zealous on the streets. But did you start the violence? Did I start it? The authorities? 
Well, they had to be stopped. These fascist thugs, insurgents, and their puppeteers. Mother says he's sick in the head. That we should pity him. But why doesn't he pity anyone? He knew about those old women dying from coronavirus by the thousands. And he knows everything going on now. My friend Vasya says it's because of my father's fears. He's afraid. Has been for a long time. He's very afraid of dying. Lately, he talks about death all the time, about being carried out feet first and right to the grave. I think he thinks he'll be murdered. I never saw them again. Neither Nikita, nor that creepy stormtrooper. What if I never see him again? What if they do what they threaten to do? What if the KGB tortures him? What good is all this if Seriosa is gone? I think I figured it out. No, it can't be. No, impossible. I can't wrap my head around that. He's the father of Masha's future baby. She loves him so. No, of course not. That simply can't be. Fascist thugs, insurgents, and their puppeteers. The main thing is the puppeteer. They took us to the prison, and when they opened the cell door, I didn't think such a thing was possible. In cells made for four, they were already 23 girls, and they brought in 13 more after us. 36 people in 65 square feet. There was no air, no water, no food either. All, we all could only stand. They put two alcoholics in with us. They stunk to high heaven. At one point, the door opened, a guard splashed a bucket of dirty water on us, then shut the door. Two girls had panic attacks and vomited. I was next to them. Then they snuck in some food through a hole in the door. One loaf of bread for everyone. You know, the most amazing thing was that there was enough for everyone. Even a little piece left over. We gave it to one of the alcoholics. We had interrupted her calm life with our revolution. What do you mean you don't know? Then who does? Who's on call here, you or me? Call your superior what do you mean he's busy? Do you know who I am? Yes, I taught all you dimwits for 37 years. I fixed your elections. I'm the one who faked 80% for the mustache man. I never feared anyone. Whatever you asked me to, I faked. And now you can't find my daughter? What the hell did I do all that for? So you could be rude to me? I'll complain to the president. Hello? Hello? My daughter. My sweet daughter. Forgive your mother. Forgive me. Belarusians, you are unbelievable. If 
you do in your first president. That will be the beginning of your end. Belarus will run out of champagne when he goes. NATO wants to send soldiers. NATO tanks are going to roll down our streets. You say they're sending in two more battalions from Moscow? How about we double up and attack Ukraine too? To the music of Wagner. They want to put bast shoes on us and crack the whip over you. Ring on the balls. Payback will come. Starting Monday, lock the gates at every striking factory. Don't worry. We'll bring in people from Ukraine and Kyrgyzstan. And that damn theater. Fire them all. Villages don't have theaters. Cities don't need them. Dad, they've come really close this time. Grab your machine gun and get in the helicopter. We'll come back when they leave. There's a lot of them. A whole lot. They're shouting, Freedom! 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 Dad, you still didn't tell me what freedom means. So how much do they pay you in Russia, Renat? I used to think I'd settle down here. It's calm, stable, none of that western gay Europa shit. And as casinos, the broads are obliging. Now I get this feeling that they're just not going to stop. I can feel it in my bone. I haven't had a heart on for days. We've been fucking with these people for a month and they just don't stop. At some point, they're going to start pulling off our masks. No need to take off your mask. I know who you are. Dad, I packed my things. I've got my machine gun. Who do we shoot? Rats. Prostitutes, drug addicts, sheep, cannon fodder. You'll be on your knees yet, begging me to come back. How could they trade me for that? That dumb cluck? That housewife? A woman? A pathetic thing? If that's how it is, I'll die, but I still won't go. And if I do go, I'll take as much and as many with me as I can. You don't want Lukashenko? You'll get Putin. The wedding is off. What will a person do for love and for hate? It's easy, kid. You aim at a person, a traitor, any traitor, you give him a good look, and you squeeze the trigger. Pop! The traitor's gone. It's easy, son. I learned to do it. You can too. I don't want your pension. And I don't want your job. Take back your certificates and your stability and your flower gardens. Take it all back. Just give me my daughter, Alina. She has a weak heart. She has asthma. Give, give her back. And, and my nephew, Nikita, my sister has hypertension. I won't survive if she just give them back. Give back our children. Belarusians, thank you for the choice you made. You are unbelievable. Well, Renat, I can feel it in my bones. When we go to back Putin, 
We won't fuck that one up. When absolutely everything hurts, it seems like nothing hurts. The feeling wasn't of blood seeping out of a wound. It just seeped out everywhere. Your skin bleeds as if you were sweating, because battles like this happen once in a hundred years. I mean the battle between good and evil. In the sense that everything is totally clear. I understood immediately that my life was over. And I understood instantly that they would cover up my murder. They'd cremate me in a crematorium, list me as missing, or bury me in a forest. Or hang me as if I committed suicide. Fuck them. It won't help. Belarusians are unique people. They'll put up with stuff forever. For decades, sometimes a whole life, and then snap, their patience pops. Belarusians have been insulted, and you can't defeat that kind of insult. Just like you can't defeat bait! After all those nights, in the prison van, the gym, and the prison, my dress looks nothing like what I bought for the price of two monthly stipends. It's a dirty, tattered, white, red, white rag. The blood stain is, has darkened. It's covered by brown spots of vomit. Still, it's the most fabulous dress in the world. I wouldn't exchange it for anything. Here we are standing in this cramped cell, and what marvelous people there are around me. They're all so polite and smart. Microbiologists, teachers, musicians, actors, students. The woman who crawled into the prison van after her son and husband. People snatched off the streets all these days. Priests, journalists, students, miners and workers, attorneys and doctors. These are the best people on earth. Belarusians. There is a new, true Belarus here in this cell. And we all feel the love. You can't defeat love. Isn't that so, universe? Hello. My name is Svetlana. I am a housewife, the mother of two children, I am the president-elect of Belarus. What are you willing to do for love? Он был натхненный и молодый, их незлечено было. Он на площади у города с песней, что близко светло. И запаливали свечки ему, плыл по над площадью дым. И он спевал зруйнуем турму, яны спевали за им. Разбуры, турмы, муры, бранишь свободы до горы. А морхутка рухне, рухне, рухне и похавая свет старый. Разбуры. Бранишь свободы, то веры, А морхулка рухне, 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 И подховая свет старый. Ведали словно память и спел, 
Если по улицах так, что кругки белые гневки пел, и сердце стукали так, или сто тысяч долонял рыб, ворога убил на плав, и шли на муры во всем свете старый, а я все брал успевал. Insulted Belarus by Andrei Kuryechik has been presented by the Lights Up podcast and produced by the Ensemble Theater of Chattanooga of Chattanooga, Tennessee, United States of America. The reading featured Gage Goza, Shannon Osborne Villiu, Libby Lindsay, John Thomas McCecil, Eric Red Wyatt, Bonnie Stoloff, and Gary Lee Posey. This broadcast cannot be copied or rebroadcast without the express written permission of the Ensemble Theater of Chattanooga and the playwright or translator. For more information on ETC, please visit us at www.ensembletheaterofchattanooga.com. For more information on the worldwide project Insulted Belarus, please visit their Facebook page, Insulted Belarus Worldwide Readings. everybody it's gary the producer for lights up ensemble theater chattanooga's new podcast for playwrights performers and patrons of theater i wanted to see if you've heard about anchor anchor the platform that's hosting our podcast if you haven't heard about anchor yet well i am happy to be the first to tell you about it it is free F-R-E-E. That's right, free. Um, There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer 
uh, or your phone. And Anchor will distribute the podcast that you create so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. And you know what else? It doesn't cost you anything, but you can make money from your podcast and you don't even have to have a minimum listenership. That's right. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So do like we did. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, or anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started and create your podcast. Lights Up is a podcast produced by the Ensemble Theater of Chattanooga, a 501c3 nonprofit independent theater company located in Southeast Tennessee. Lights Up is hosted by Christy Gallo and Dana Colagiovanni. Sound by Eric Red Wyatt. Graphics by Jamie Goodnight and Casey Keelan as the associate producer. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, copied, or presented without the expressed written consent of the Ensemble Theater of Chattanooga. The plays presented on this podcast are protected by all national and international copyright laws. If you are interested in producing any of the plays featured on Lights Up, contact us and we will get you in touch with the playwright. If you would like your play considered for a future episode or would like to be an actor or reader, please shoot us a message at lightsup at ensembletheaterofchattanooga.com. As a nonprofit, ETC relies on donations and the goodwill of patrons and supporters like you. If you would like to make a one-time donation to ETC, please visit our website for details. Or you can become a monthly subscriber on Patreon and get access to exclusive content. You can also support us by giving us a like and rating this podcast. Lights Up is hosted by Anchor, a Spotify company. The easiest way to make a podcast.